0: you are listening to the fresh focus podcast where va dietitian nutritionists are serving up health and wellness information for veterans and their families in addition to being in clinic chatting over the phone or using video connect we are taking a new approach to increase your access with this podcast sharing bites of information from your dietitians when it's convenient for you We understand it's been a challenging year, and your holiday meal planning might look a little different. Series three includes dietitians who are certified diabetes care and education specialists. They are serving up a taste of the holidays, focusing on diabetes meal planning. This year, when you set the holiday table, keep an empty chair in mind, one that not only represents veterans who walk through our doors, but the ones that are no longer here to speak their voice grab a notebook, and get ready for menu ideas, shopping, and cooking tips. This series will keep you moving towards your health goals, all while being a top-notch holiday host.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fresh Focus podcast, a podcast where we give you bite-sized food and nutrition tips to chew on in between office visits. I'm Natalie, one of your Marion VA Healthcare Dietitian Nutritionists. I'm also a certified diabetes care and education specialist with over 20 years experience. After all the guests leave and the dishes are washed, it can feel like such a crash of adrenaline. And then you open up the fridge and all you see is leftovers. After cooking for the holidays, you probably don't want to cook for the rest of the week. I get it. I found myself in that boat a time or two. Individuals with diabetes often feel guilty after eating so many sweets throughout the holidays and then they see the impact on their blood sugars. If you find yourself feeling this way, the key to getting your blood sugars back on track is to work on getting back to the basics the very next day. Don't throw in the towel on eating healthy and give up. There is no need to do a fast, a fad diet, or to sit around and binge on leftovers. Let's talk about getting back to the basics. You may remember that in Series 1, the Marion VA Dietitians covered the Healthy Plate Method. In this episode, we are going to be talking about using the Healthy Plate Method for diabetes meal planning. We will also cover how to use up those holiday leftovers. The Healthy Plate for diabetes has more of an emphasis on carbohydrate portions, or carbs as we often call them. These are the foods that have the biggest effect on blood sugar levels. When I used to work with children with diabetes, we taught them that carbs are like cheetahs. They run your blood sugar up fast. Proteins are like ponies, slow and steady. And the fats are like frogs, so slow to raise your blood sugars. Hopefully that simple comparison will help you to remember how the different groups affect blood sugars. I want you to imagine that you're holding one of those plastic disposable plates that's divided into three sections. You probably have one in your cabinets right now. In the healthy plate method for diabetes, the large section would be filled with colorful vegetables like salads or green beans. One of the small sections would contain the protein food, like turkey or eggs, and the other small section would have the carbohydrate food, like the starchy vegetables, fruits, or milk. There is also a side of fat that is included in the plate method, so this is where the butter and the salad dressings fit in. Let's go into more detail about each section. Let's start with my favorite group, the vegetables. I know, dietitians, we love to talk about vegetables. This group includes colorful vegetables such as asparagus, broccoli, cabbage, carrots, green beans, greens, lettuce, tomatoes, and squash. A lot of dietitians refer to this group as free foods. We call them free foods because they're low in calories and carbohydrates. While there are usually less than 5 grams of carbohydrate per serving, The high fiber content in the vegetables delays the absorption of the carbohydrates. So in a nutshell, they do not raise blood sugars much. Once the holidays are over, you could use the leftover vegetable tray, the leftover green beans, or maybe some frozen vegetables that you have in your freezer to fill this section of your plate. Let's move on to the protein group. The protein group includes meats like turkey, chicken, beef, pork, fish, nuts, nut butters, eggs, cheese, and cottage cheese. Protein foods are very low in carbohydrates and will have little effect on blood sugar levels. I like to refer to the protein as the anchor of your meal. Protein takes longer to digest and will help keep you full longer. So don't forget to include a protein at every meal. I'm betting you have plenty of leftover turkey that you could turn into a fun sandwich or even a turkey vegetable soup. If you want to learn more about choosing healthy proteins, go back to series one, podcast episode five. Now let's talk about the fat group. This includes heart healthy oils such as olive oil, nut butters, and avocados. Fats are low in carbohydrates and generally will not raise blood sugar levels quickly. Fats take even longer than proteins to digest and can also help us to stay full. However, eating too much fat at one time can have a delayed effect on blood sugar levels. For example, eating fried foods or other fatty meats, like sausage, may raise blood sugar levels several hours later. You may have noticed this after eating pizza. So a good rule of thumb is to limit intake to 2-3 to fat servings per meal to avoid that post-meal spike. Healthy fats were discussed in more detail in Episode 4 of Series 1. Take a listen if you would like additional information about choosing healthy fats. Now let's take a look at carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are the part of food that has the biggest effect on glucose levels. Fruits, milk, and starches such as bread, cereal, pasta, rice, potatoes, corn, and beans all contain carbohydrates. A lot of the clients that I see believe that they have to avoid carbohydrates altogether The truth is, you can enjoy foods with carbohydrate as long as you're mindful of your portions. It is important to be as consistent as possible in your carbohydrate intake, especially if you're on a set medication or insulin that you take at meals. For example, certain diabetes medications such as glipizide or rapid-acting insulins like Novolog work quickly. If you do not eat carbohydrates when you take them, you may end up with hypoglycemia or a low blood sugar level. Being consistent with your carbohydrate intake can help prevent the roller coaster of blood sugar levels, meaning when you have the highs and the lows. For example, if you take your diabetes medication and you eat a meal with no carbohydrates, let's say you have a cup of coffee and only eggs for breakfast, you may wind up with a low reading after your meal. On the other hand, if you binge on high-carb foods like dressing, cranberry sauce, rolls, sweet potatoes, and pie, then you will likely have a very high reading after that meal. So how can the plate method help you to be more consistent with your carbohydrate intake? The diabetes healthy plate method contains a list of carbohydrate portions. You may have heard them called the diabetes exchange list in the past. We've included a link to the exchange list in the Fresh Focus blog. The carbohydrate exchanges are all about 15 grams of carbohydrate. So, in other words, they will all raise your blood sugar levels about the same amount. Some common exchange sizes, which are all equal to 15 grams of carbohydrate, are one slice of bread, one cup of milk, one piece of fruit the size of a baseball, a third of a cup of rice or pasta, a half a cup of starchy vegetables like potatoes or corn, and a half a cup of cereal. Now, don't worry, you don't need to limit your portion to just one serving per meal. Carbohydrate goals vary from person to person, but many people find that having 45 to 60 grams of carbohydrate in each meal works for them. This is equal to three to four carbohydrate exchanges. I like to think of the healthy plate as if I'm going out to a restaurant and they have a healthy plate special for the day. On the healthy plate special today, I'm allowed to choose a protein food like a turkey, chicken, or fish. The salad bar is unlimited which would include the vegetables, but I'm only allowed to choose three carbohydrate side items. So if I choose three carbohydrate exchanges, then three times 15 grams of carbohydrate would equal 45 grams for the entire meal. Now notice I did not count the meats, vegetables, or fats in the carbohydrates. The healthy plate method is very helpful when you do not have a label to read or you're dining out. However, if you do have a label handy, always go by the food label. When reading a food label, start by looking at the serving size. If it says a half a cup, then that is the serving size that it reflects. Move down the label until you see total carbohydrates. Our pretend label says 30 grams of carbohydrate. So if you eat one cup, then you are actually eating 60 grams of carbohydrate. Measuring the bowls that you use regularly can save you time and help you to be more consistent in your carbohydrate portions. As I mentioned earlier, carbohydrate goals can vary from person to person. Some individuals even take their insulin based on the amount of carbohydrates that they eat. Food and glucose journals are very helpful when it comes to monitoring your intake and your blood sugar levels. Keeping a diary of your intake and your glucose levels can be very helpful. There are also many great apps that will help you to track your glucose and intake. Often, patterns can be noticed and will help you to know which foods to keep in moderation. Whichever method you use, it's important to figure out what works best for you. As we wrap up this session, let's build a healthy meal together. This meal is about 45 grams of carbohydrate. I'm betting that you have a few of the ingredients on hand after the holidays. My kids love this recipe. They call it the Fancy Grilled Cheese. All you need is leftover turkey, cranberry sauce, a mild cheese of your choice, and bread. At my house, we like to use sourdough. My family loves provolone, mozzarella, or Havarti cheese, but you can choose whichever cheese you love. While your skillet or grill is heating up, put butter on the outsides of each slice of bread. Place the turkey, cheese, and cranberry sauce inside and close up the sandwich. Grill both sides just like you would a traditional grilled cheese sandwich. Once your bread is toasted, it is ready to eat. Now, dip your leftover raw vegetables in some hummus or an olive oil-based salad dressing. Your meal is complete. Thank you so much for joining us in this series, A Taste of the Holidays. Enjoy this season and remember, if you need any additional ideas regarding meal prepping, grocery shopping, or holiday dishes, your local VA dietitians would love to help. Happy Holidays!